this episode of the Mixed Up Show is about appearing ambiguous as a mixed race child and just the things that I noticed when I was little. Uh, hearing adults have conversations openly um, and some of the struggles of not having someone potentially put those conversations into context, having boundaries around what should and shouldn't be said around a child, even if it sounds sweet or or nice, um, all the way to you know cruel. There there are things that a child can learn about race and identity, just based on how people talk, and collecting a lot of stories from the adults around. So I hope you like this episode and let's get started. When I was little, there was a lot of fuss about how I appeared in public spaces from my naturally curly hair put into these really painfully tight braids uh, to sitting, you know, nicely in way over price dresses. Um, you know, how these things appeared was really critical. Uh, it wouldn't be until I grew up that I was taught why, you know, not explicitly, um, Uh, uh, when there were neighborhood kids who ran around in like basic white shirts and blue jeans or I remember standing uh, on a driveway watching these kids having fun and you know hearing the adults in my life you know openly commenting um, and sighing about these kids from far away and it would roughly boil down to sort of these revolving themes, you know. Um, their community doesn't value being seen well. Maybe they can't afford nicer clothes for these kids. Um, it's such a shame. They're cute kids. At an early age, uh, children are judged as a reflection of, you know, not only their own households, but their, their community especially as a minority. There's so much for kids to have to live up to. Um, or maybe it's their parents that they have to live up to, but the kids are the reflection. Um, and they don't even know, these kids don't know, they're just you know, grabbing sticks, they're imagining some wondrous world where they're slaying dragons and you know, they're racing cars or something. You know, they're not, they're not aware of the racial stigma that exists in the world uh, until they are made to know by running into said reality. So if we're acknowledging that this racial line, this racial understanding of what a community is and how people show up through their community, especially when I was a kid, um, I, I now realize that I can add a layer of being mixed race on top of that. So it's not just having one race and one identity, but having a combination. 
appearing ambiguous, it, I realized for a very young age, and I realized throughout my life, that it, it means a lot of things. So appearing ambiguous in the world meant that, at least at that time, that I was, I was open to scrutiny almost, you know, like that people could come up and say, hey, what a beautiful kid, unusual looking kid, uh, you know, just add, add some words. And then they would say, your kid looks like, um, oh, what is the identity of your child? You know, what's the ethnicity or how this, so you're Korean and so who's the dad and what's the dad? Very invasive. And then based on that, then the person felt like they could add on so they could say, oh, you're Korean. Oh, you, you know, the baby looks Japanese actually like, or, oh, like I, I sense a little like Malaysian in the, the kid or I thought the kid was Russian, you know, that's interesting. So, you know, it's almost like it's okay to, in front of the child, to reflect back your perception in your mind out to the child and, um, and that the child is almost like not listening, that the child, I mean, we should know that children are always listening and they're always very aware of um, the conditions that they're in. So, you know, for me, I was watching I was watching this and sometimes, you know, it really affected me. Um, and sometimes I realized like, I, I wish they would, if they were going to say things like this, I wish I would just say it when I'm not around. Like, why is saying it in front of me? Okay. Um, why do I have to, I just felt too opened to, to that conversation. It felt too adult, you know, when you're mixed race and people discuss, your appearance at that young age. It's not just about who I am on the inside, but it's clearly about who I am on the outside. There's an in internal dialogue that's developed from a young age that suggests, you know, how I appear on the outside matters a great deal. You know, that no matter how I do my hair or what kind of dress I wear, I'm very aware that the skin that I'm in matters and how I appear, you know, the, the levels of my eyes, the, the distance between elements of my face, they, they say, they communicate something to people. And there are a lot of people who cannot accept when an identity is said to them, they cannot accept it. They have to almost reflect back to you a, a rejection of what you just said. So I, I am Korean American. Oh, you don't look like that. You look like X. You know, that is an opinion. And and it, you will hear it as a person who is rejecting the identity that you've just you've just said. And you can say something to someone and that they could quickly reject it. <laughs> you know, depending on the kid they can take this really well or really poorly. So depending on the nature and the nurture of the kid, uh, if the kid was ever taught to contextualize this kind of conversation with an adult, um, if, they, if they weren't, or if they, 
if they were told something by, on the side by their parents or dismissed by their parents after a conversation like that, like if the feedback was positive, maybe it will be positively reinforced by the, by the parent. But if it was negative, then, you know, if the, if the parent teaches the child to, you know, ignore people or uh, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's like, see, this is why, you know, we have to treat your hair a certain way or we have to put you in nicer clothes so uh, people don't ridicule you and maybe by extension ridicule the parent's uh, ability to, to bring up a child. It's a lot of mixed messages. You know, so when people are growing up from that situation and um, like myself, like sometimes I looked to, you know, people who were successful in the world, like how did they appear and what did their appearance say about the level of success that they can have in the world? At least when I was growing up, you know, there weren't a lot of mixed race stars. Um, so it felt difficult to find a happy mixed race person who was, you know, touted as a mixed race celebrity. I think some stars were mixed race when I was growing up, but um, maybe one race would be promoted, you know, for like marketing reasons. So if they were maybe like white and black, maybe they would be touted as like being like very black or something like that. Uh, but they were, but they were mixed. And for me, I think it would have been very helpful to know who was mixed because then it would be like, oh, there are people in the world who can um, have multiple identities in one person and they are thriving and successful in the world. Um, but then, you know, the other thing is that these stars, they might look happy in the ads, uh, but as we learn, as we're growing up, we learn that looking externally happy, it doesn't promise a life of deep meaning and, and a self-integrated experience. You know, that, that sense of deep self, that comes from, that comes from self-reflection. It comes from within. It comes from rejecting what society wants you to see as the norm through media, through, through everything. So it comes from, you know, questioning your surroundings and questioning what you think you are and who you are and, and you know, being still and, and, and receiving the answers of, of who you are. Um, so from there, I, you know, I ask myself two questions, you know, what is it, what is something that I've learned over the years? So something I've learned over the years after a childhood that was something very similar to that. First of all, I mean, it was really hard to contextualize this. So I, you know, I give myself permission to, to feel some relief about just talking about it. Some things that I learned. Okay, so from the parenting side, I learned that, you know, being a parent is really hard, especially if you're, you're an immigrant parent, you know, you're constantly aware that people are watching you, especially if you are in a, in a, in a big city you know, appearance really matters. Appearance means that you're you're getting an education. You're being you're being treated well. You're not being roughed up by by police potentially, or that people aren't giving your child a side eye. Um, it it matters. But I think that I also learned that parents can do a lot more in terms of you know shielding conversation or contextualizing conversation. 
so that a child is more prepared with a with basically just more context, more context for the child. The child might be open and might be sensitive and might seem okay with everything that they're hearing, but without someone to create some boundaries around what's being said in front of the child, what is, you know, what the child understands of what's being said by adults around them, especially if it's insensitive, especially if um, it's cruel, and some of it was cruel. Um, if someone isn't contextualizing what what that means, then the child is left to their own devices in terms of being able to sit there and think. So that's an experience that I am having. Maybe it's also an experience that I deserve. Maybe it's also an experience that I am receiving for a reason. Um, and and some of it's like not, it's just passing comments that people just toss into a child's life. It, it, it can start to shape that person. So to summarize that portion of it, I'm saying that parents can do a little bit more in terms of helping a child understand, helping shield a child from those conversations, and, you know, propping them up for success about what it means to appear successful versus what it means to appear as yourself, like you are just who you are, and that's perfectly fine and beautiful at the same time. So based on what I know now, I think, you know, how I would want to act around mixed-race children in the future is that, you know, just being aware, just being aware that they are mixed, first of all, means, you know, slowing down the thinking process not being so quick to react with some of our prejudices or some of the ways that we think. Keeping some of our opinions to ourselves too. Taking into context the child's age, that the child is aware, that the child is always collecting information. And if you're giving the child context that their outer appearance is cute, and that is what is most valuable based on the inflection, based on your level of excitement. You know, these things can be so reactionary. It can just come out of us. So it's hard to say, I'm going to be aware of the way that I am excited about a child's appearance. But keeping the comments, at the very least, we can hold our tongues. And so I think an, a, a thing that I learned is about holding my tongue, holding my tongue in front of very young children. Um, and very young children to me means someone who is like before high school, before high school, it's even in high school, you're starting to develop who you believe you are, but you know, it's an impressionable age. You're hearing a lot of things, even up to high school. Um, you're growing into your, your body and your identity. Things are you know, moving and your brain is still forming. I mean, our brains are still forming until we're 25. So a high school student is still not an adult. You know, they might appear as an adult body, but that brain is still developing in there. So I'm not about shielding children from the reality of the world, but I am believing that children should give, be given a chance to form their own design of how their identity should be from a personal internal place instead of having one put upon them and 
them not realizing that they do have a choice and that they don't have to accept what people are saying. Um, thank you for listening. And this has been an amazing forum. Thank you for listening. Um, and please, you know, follow along. We really appreciate it. If you have any comments, please comment. And if you feel like anybody else would like to listen to something like this, please share. And that's it. Have a great day.